Hello, welcome to Accountability Talks with AGA. I'm your host, Paul Marshall. Today, we speak with Kim Farrington from FirstNet about challenges of standing up a new CFO organization and how she used corporate performance management techniques and tools to automate several processes, improve reporting, and improve operations. So without further ado, let's talk with Kim. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm happy to have here Kim Farrington from FirstNet. Hello, Kim. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well, Paul. How are you? Doing great. It's a Monday. How You know, Mondays, how Mondays go, right? <laughs> but we're doing a podcast on something great, so what so, a wonderful way to start the week. It'll be a good day. <laughs> so uh, why don't uh, you give us a little background to our listeners about yourself and what you're doing over there at FirstNet. Well, I am the Chief Financial Officer at FirstNet, First Responder Network Authority. Mm -hmm. I've been with the federal government for over 28 years, and so it was a perfect opportunity for me to actually join an organization that is doing such great things for public safety. So when I was offered the opportunity, I had to accept it because I just really loved the mission in protecting our first responders. So at FirstNet, we actually are the First Responder Network Authority, so mm -hmm. you might hear us referred to as the FirstNet Authority, okay. as well as FirstNet. And that's basically making a, uh, a um, distinction between the public-private partnership that we have with AT&T. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. We are actually the government side of the FirstNet Authority, mm -hmm. and AT&T is our partner and so uh, we're yes it's a 25-year contract mm -hmm. and basically our mission is to build deploy and maintain a broadband network dedicated to first responders oh wow so are you under a, a larger agency or kind of affiliated with another one yes we are we're actually under the department of commerce believe it or not and that's because we actually have ntia the national telecommunications and information agency that is actually under the department of commerce, commerce that right. owns that spectrum oh, wow. that we're using to build out this network Okay, yes. very interesting. Well, everybody can go to, is it firstnet.gov or what's the website there? That is correct, firstnet.gov. Okay, go check for it out. And maybe you can read along as we talk here. Um, so I think we wanted, uh, kind of our subject for today is a concept called corporate performance management. Um, and we're also just going to talk about how you kind of use some ideas from that to stand up a, a CFO organization at FirstNet. So why don't we start off with kind of what were some of the challenges when you first walked right in the door? You know, what were some things facing you? Right, yes. I'd be happy to talk about that because it's not very often in a federal environment that you actually get to stand up a new organization. Right. FirstNet was established in 2012, mm -hmm. and so new organization to federal government. And as a result, it required just a whole new buildup of a totally new agency mm -hmm. or authority in this case. Mm -hmm. So when I walked in the door in 2015, we actually had a clean audit opinion, mm -hmm. but we had many audit findings. Sure. So in standing up the organization, specifically the CFO organization in my situation, mm -hmm. uh, we actually really looked at how to overcome those audit findings. What were the auditors identifying as issues right. for FirstNet? Mm -hmm. And then we'd build upon those and make the whole infrastructure a lot stronger, 
a lot more stable for the mission at hand. Right. So when I walked in, we actually just had a budget shop and an accounting team of two people. Oh, wow. So very, very small. And one thing that I recognized with regards to the audit findings was a, a, a trend, basically, where we didn't have good, solid internal controls documented mm-hmm. and basically a lack of policy. So utilizing my experiences over the last 25 years, mm-hmm. uh, look to other agencies to find best practices with regard to internal controls and the policies that we needed to put in place, right. which is exactly what we did. So I stood up a policy and internal control team, mm-hmm. and then we also made sure that we did internal reviews to make sure that are the policies we're developing actually working and are we following them? So my policy and internal control team really made a tremendous difference in actually writing the financial management regulations that we utilize today and also resulted in us getting a clean audit opinion for the sixth consecutive year. And right now we have zero material weaknesses, zero um, significant deficiencies, and zero management level audit findings. So we, wow. we feel like we're in a really good place. Yeah, doing something right over there. That's right. <laughs> very, very nice. And um, in addition to that, we also stood up a cost, account, I'm sorry, a cost mm-hmm. accounting team and uh, basically took those internal controls with regard to our manual budget and accounting processes mm-hmm. and automated those as well. Mm. So we actually developed a corporate performance management tool, otherwise known as CPM, And we were able to really find efficiencies by automating our processes, instilling internal controls into the automation that we developed. And we've been able to really streamline our financial reporting and our budget forecasting formulation and execution tremendously uh, after we stood up our internal control team. Wow. So I want to get, we're going to get deeper into CPM very soon here. Um, I think one more thing I want to ask you about. So you set up an internal control program. Was, uh, did you include some enterprise risk management uh, concepts in there too? Interestingly, when we first stood up FirstNet, we weren't really sure where ERM would fit. Sure. So it actually had a few homes before it actually ended up in the CFO organization. So we did incorporate enterprise risk management as part of our policy and internal control team and have really been able to identify those enterprise risks and work to establish internal controls to mitigate a lot of those risks. And since we've done that, the enterprise risk management function at FirstNet has been highly successful and we're really making great strides in that area. That's very good. Well, you're doing a lot in a short, short time. That's, that's good. <laughs> We're on a mission. There you go. So, uh, and then I, that's something I want to ask you, you know, what are some attributes you think you feel that a leader coming into this kind of situation, uh, you know, standing something up like this, what are some attributes that, that are that are helpful? That is a great question <laughs> because I can tell you standing up a new organization is not for everyone. You need to be very entrepreneurial, mm-hmm. realizing that you're not going to have your day-to-day routine that you probably are used to in federal government in most organizations. Mm -hmm. You're going to run into new situations, unprecedented situations, even in the accounting function Mm. that we had to address. 
And being able to think entrepreneurially right. really helped us tremendously in moving forward and creating and establishing those precedences mm -hmm. that we now utilize today. And you also have to be flexible and innovative because there are no precedences set in federal government for some of the things that we're dealing with. Right. It's really important that you think outside the box and you listen to people's diverse opinions and views on how to resolve and overcome the challenges that you're facing in the new organization. Right. Because most of the time you're actually facing new situations, new challenges, and not your everyday routine challenges that you're typically used to. Right. So being able to really be flexible and listen to people's opinions mm -hmm. in developing something that does not exist today, it's very helpful to have those uh, leadership trends and have that positive attitude that you, you mm -hmm. can overcome whatever comes your way and lead your team accordingly. Well, let me ask you, so, I mean, you're saying flexibility and kind of entrepreneurial spirit. Now, are there still sort of some limitations, though, on the far end, so to speak? I mean, we have to follow OMB or, you know, whatever guidance, those kind of laws and regs, but so where does the flexibility kind of come into play? Right. That's a great question. And we do definitely have to adhere to all the OMB, law, OMB circulars, right. laws and regulations. But what's very interesting is our statute that actually established FirstNet mm -hmm. does require certain things that are unusual for federal government, which okay. is why we're running into these unprecedented situations. Mm -hmm. But we are able to work with OMB we also work very closely with the Department of Commerce, uh, also involve the accounting standard setting bodies in some cases to determine how we're going to move forward. So, for example, yeah. when it comes to FirstNet being a public-private partnership, or right. P3, the Department of Commerce actually does roll FirstNet up into its financial statements. Okay. However, at the same time, while Commerce is doing the roll-up using Federal Accounting Standards Advisory Board or FASAB standards, we FirstNet actually by statute have to do commercial accounting. Okay. And so we yeah. follow the Financial Accounting Standards Board or, or FASB financial statements right. and, and standards. Wow. So as a result of that, we have to actually work with Commerce to decide, okay, how are we going to present both FASAB mm -hmm and FASB financial reports right. to accommodate everyone. Wow, so you basically have to do two different statements or how does that work, I mean, what do you guys do? We are actually doing basically two sets of two statements. Sets. right, yes. wow. and there's other agencies too, there's some other agencies that do that as well. Or, or I believe there are, I, th yeah. I believe there's Just a few, few mm -hmm. that do FASB accounting. Yeah, or both like you're saying, very right. interesting. Right. Wow, and they have to roll it up, that's right, so you have to get it into the FaceApp format to roll up and then, yeah, it's unique, definitely unique for government agency. But at the same time, if you really think about it when you're in those challenging situations, what a great experience, great opportunity because yeah. it really it really tests you. How well do you know both your FASB and FaceApp <laughs> accounting standards? That's right. Well, that's good for the CPA uh, prep there. <laughs> you did a good job on CPA. So, um, no, that's great. Well, let's talk a little bit about this uh, CPM idea here. Um, you know, tell us a little bit more about that. What What is that really? And, um, you know, how did you guys use that to sort of make some progress? 
Yes. Well, corporate performance management is also known as CPM. It's also been known as EPM, Enterprise Performance Management. Mm -hmm. You'll hear different acronyms, BPM, FPM. But basically, according to Gardner, uh, CPM is just an umbrella term that describes the methodologies, the metrics, the processes and systems altogether that you use to monitor and manage the business performance of an enterprise. So when I first got to FirstNet, we were using manual spreadsheets to do all of our financial reporting, our budgeting, both formulation and execution. Mm -hmm. And it was a very heroic effort because our our spreadsheets were so large and complex sure. that we were actually breaking the <laughs> spreadsheets to where we really had difficulty relying on the accuracy of those numbers. Sure. So we had to do something because we knew that with the amount of money associated with FirstNet and the, uh, the amount of investments that we'll be building into this network, we knew that we would have a lot of oversight and we needed to be ready for uh, being able to answer any questions that came our way. And plus, it's just good leadership and good management to be able to provide the best information possible for better management decision making. Mm -hmm. And at the time, that was a real issue for us. Very manual effort, a lot of time spent on things that shouldn't have taken as long as I thought they should have. Right. So I looked into automating our processes mm -hmm. now that we knew what our internal controls needed to be for creating those reliable accurate and timely financial reports and doing all of our financial uh, accounting and budgeting mm -hmm. so I looked into a corporate performance management tool mm -hmm. and we ended up implementing CPM and we actually call it BFACT at FirstNet. It's the Budget, Financial, and Adal Analytic Cost Tool. And it has been just wonderful for us in being able to meet our CFO mission to implement and maintain a cost accounting and budget solution that enables more effective and efficient informed management decision making f across FirstNet. And you say this, this has saved you a lot of time, a lot of hours? Yes, it has. We actually went live October 1 last year. of this last year. Okay. And we found with one report, just one example, we have a budget execution briefing that we do monthly. Mm -hmm. It took us 48 hours to compile the budget execution for all of our business units across FirstNet. Mm -hmm. 48 hours. Wow. That doesn't even include the amount of time to review and make sure that the numbers are correct and accurate. Right. After we implemented our BFACT tool, we actually were able to take that 48-hour compilation time, and with BFACT, we could compile within 30 minutes. Nice. So it was a <laughs> tremendous lifesaver for us as far as giving staff the time to analyze right. the data instead of formulating and compiling it all. So it has wow. really been tremendous for us. That's great. And then, so again, this so use it for budget formulation and execution and cost accounting, all these different. So when it comes to the allocations in the past, we had to actually do all of our calculations for our allocations 
after we closed the fiscal year before we could actually close our financial statements. Mm -hmm. So as a result of implementing our new BFACT tool, we can build in, and we did build in our allocation methodologies by business unit and right. at a lower level, in fact, if we needed to. So we can actually do those allocations throughout the entire year and always know how we stand financially at any point in time throughout the fiscal year. So great improvement in our allocations. And you're saying uh, you're, now your business units can also look at this information pretty much real time, so to speak, or every day, right? That is correct. One thing that was a complaint that I heard when I first got to FirstNet was the business units didn't really know what their budget was <laughs> and they didn't know how they were executing against that budget. So I knew there was something that we needed to do to give them the tools they need to better make decisions for their business units. Right. So that's actually how we incorporated BFACT throughout the organization is we gave all the business units the opportunity to log into BFACT themselves, input their budget formulation request every fiscal year, mm -hmm. and that helped us in CFO formulate the budget. But then after the budget's formulated and when it comes to execution, the business units have the capability, rather than come to us and we answer their question, they can look in BFACT real time, see what their execution is against their budget, and they are very happy to be able to make better decisions based on this mm -hmm. information that they can get real time. Right, and I mean, I'm, and what are some things you're seeing from, now you have these dashboards you can really look at, and what pops out when you, when you take a look at those? Oh yes, our dashboards are fantastic. They work so much better than just looking at data in mm -hmm. an Excel spreadsheet. We used to look at an Excel spreadsheet spreadsheet, try and find the anomalies in the data, right. and it was very difficult. Now that we are able to take our data out of BFACT and create information that we can now analyze, we can see anything that's outside of a current trend or mm -hmm. certain situation. So when we see something that's out of range for right. what we typically expect, then we can focus our time and energy on resolving that issue rather than just trying to find the issue in a whole bunch of data. So right. our dashboards have been very, very helpful for us and just helping us to analyze information and make sure that our information is correct, accurate, and we really, really have come a long way from our Excel spreadsheets. Well, you know, so now we've got this new tool in place, you're making great strides, you know, have you thought about what you might want to do next with it? Yes, we do have a vision for what we're going to do next. So this is the first fiscal year that we have actually implemented BFACT, mm -hmm. our CPM tool. And what we're going to do is follow the process, the budget process. We mm -hmm. just formulated our budget and our budget was approved just this last week for fiscal year 20. So now comes the actual execution and monitoring the execution of those budgets for fiscal year 20. So we'll have a whole fiscal year budget process under our belt. At the same time, what's also new at FirstNet is a new category, a funding category that we're seeing, and that's our reinvestment category. Hmm. Our, in the past, our budget has only been comprised of our operations budget to run FirstNet Authority. Now, 
as part of our as part of FirstNet's approach and mission, whatever money we do not spend on operations, mm -hmm. we actually reinvest that money back into building and maintaining the network for first responders. So this fiscal year, at either in September or early fiscal year 20, we will actually be investing mm -hmm. funds back into that network. So we'll be using BFAC to actually monitor and oversee those investments that we'll be oh, wow. making. All right, very interesting. Yes. Okay, well this sounds great. Now, um, let me ask you this. So we kind of talked about the future of the tool. Now, what? how about the office itself? You know, your CFO organization, is there still things that you're looking to uh, grow there or, or you know, improve on there? We definitely want to just continue to build our financial management regulation. And we also want to continue to mature our enterprise risk management function, which is really taking off and has good momentum at the time. And of course, the timing of this podcast is really perfect because FirstNet just released its roadmap just last week also. Mm, okay. So this roadmap basically tells public safety and all of our first responders where we plan to deliver that broadband network to make sure it meets public safety's needs. Mm -hmm. So for CFO, we will continue to operate and support the mission, but we'll even further in, be involved in supporting the roadmap as we move forward. And as the engagements continue, FirstNet recently, uh, after creating this roadmap, we were proud of the milestone that we actually released it last week. Mm -hmm. But this roadmap is just built on public safety's feedback. Our outreach team has held more than 600 engagements, reaching more than 15,000 public safety representatives just this year. Mm. So as our mission, as as our team goes out and supports public safety, we CFO and our BFAC tool will be there to support our outreach and all of our technology folks, the whole FirstNet organization. Right, absolutely. All right, Kim, well, I really just have one more question. You know, I'm sure a lot of folks listening to this are, you know, want to learn more about CPM or how you guys built this tool. I mean, what would you recommend to these folks? Well, I would say for anybody who knows somebody in public safety or a first responder, or if they are a first responder, we currently have more than 9,000 public safety agencies that are using the FirstNet network, totaling more than 750,000 connections on the network right now. So if there's a public safety user mm -hmm. that would really like to provide feedback and input into this network, which we are building for public safety, right. by public safety, they should reach out to firstnet.gov and we'd be more than happy to take their needs, their concerns, and let them help us build the network for their use. Sure. If it comes to corporate performance management or anything CFO related, anybody is welcome to reach out to me personally. Mm -hmm. We've had actually quite a few agencies that have come to us asking questions about BFACT and asking to see a demo of our BFAC tool, and we're more than happy to help them out. So if anybody does want to reach me, they're welcome to uh, email me at kim.farrington at firstnet.gov, and that's Farrington with one R, kim.farrington at firstnet.gov. 
Great. Well, very generous of you to have, you know, reach out and help folks. And I'm sure people would love to see it. So you might be getting some emails. <laughs> Great. Look forward to it. And thank well, you so much for your time. Well, thanks for coming on the show. That's our show. Thanks for joining us. Check us out at agacgfm.org. Give us some feedback. Let us know who you'd like to have on the show. So until next time, this is Paul Marshall signing off for Accountability Talks with AGA.